Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Rough month of December for the Eagles. And we're only halfway through the month. Seahawks come back, the third straight loss for the Eagles as they do it in dramatic fashion. Come on in. Phone calls are welcome. Emails, tweets, all the above. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Downloading the app so you can watch this program. And uh, also our radio affiliates around the country, part of iHeartRadio and uh, Fox Sports Radio as well. Seton poll question for hour two is going to be what? Dan, believe it or not, the mm. first uh, poll question that we put up, yeah. we've got a perfect poll. 50-50? 50-50. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Last night's Eagles loss was troubling. No big deal. 50-50. Okay. I would say troubling. You would? Yeah. Because that secondary is not going to get any better. Now, if the pass rush gets better, that secondary will get better as a result by proxy. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts doesn't get too much criticism when he doesn't throw well. And I know he was under the weather. He does run really well. But, you know, he didn't get sacked last night. And you would think, not getting sacked, not even getting hit, that you'd be able to put up some pretty good numbers there. But uh, they struggled. And they allowed Seattle to stay in the game. Here's the Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni. You know, really wanted to be able to get up two scores on them, but, you know, obviously we weren't able to. I thought the defense was hanging in there and playing and doing and doing some really nice things, um, and we just needed to pull away in that game, and we, and we didn't. Um, you know, some uncharacteristic things situationally, fundamentally, and anytime you have uncharacteristic things situationally, fundamentally, that, that's got to go to me first. And uh, so we all got to be critical on ourselves, me and, and, and starting with myself. And like I said, anytime it's the fundamentals or the the situations that, that you got to look right at me for that. Okay. 
Let's look at the Eagles' schedule the rest of the year. We've talked about the Buffalo Bills. By the way, everybody's talking about how dangerous the Buffalo Bills are going to be in the playoffs. They're not in the playoffs right now. They still need a little bit of help. And we talked about that. When you look at Kansas City, they have the Raiders and Bengals at home. They're at the Chargers. You have Baltimore's at the Niners. They host Miami, host Pittsburgh. Miami has Dallas at Baltimore and then Buffalo. How tough is that? Baltimore might be your number one seed, then Kansas City, Miami. Then you're going to have the AFC South winner, probably Jacksonville. Then Cleveland, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. So you could have Buffalo, Miami in the wild card weekend. <laughs> third, third meeting of those two teams. Wow. And that would be in Miami. What, uh, what's in store? What's on the menu for Philadelphia the rest of the year, Paul? They host the Giants, host the Cardinals at the Giants. They'll be heavily oh, okay. favored in all three. Okay. All right. They would, uh, they'd have, they'd be, what, 12 and 5? Yeah. No, well, no, uh, 13. If they win the next three, they're 13 and 4. 13 and 4. Oh, okay. 13 and 4. And then Dallas, Dallas is tied with Philadelphia now. Yeah. Tied in record, according to the tiebreaker rules as of right now, Dallas would win the division Ooh. and we the two seed. Today, Dallas is the two seed winning the division, and the Eagles will be the fifth seed with the same record. Okay. What's Dallas's schedule? That is, hold please. Right. They got Miami? Yep, at Miami, host the Lions, at the Commanders. Okay. Mm. All right. A little tougher. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Marvin. The Dallas Miami game is the contenders bowl. Like you're just not sure. <laughs> contenders. We're talking Super Bowl contenders. Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because these are the two teams that I still don't know how good they are. And I think it's been six weeks now that I've said I. These are the two teams where I go. I think they're good. So I understand the contenders bowl. Yeah, Paul. 49ers, you said they host the Ravens. They could afford a loss there, and it doesn't affect their NFC hosting, having home field advantage in any way. So they could afford a loss to the Ravens. Yeah. That's a big game, though, with the Ravens and the Niners. And, you know, because Baltimore is trying to, you know, have that number one seed, that would be the Super Bowl preview. Also, <laughs> MVP candidates, Brock Purdy. If Lamar Jackson wins in San Francisco, there's, Clinch the MVP? Well, no, no, because I, it still feels <laughs> like <laughs> we have a new category here, with, just with that voice. Uh, but if, let's say Dak wins in Miami, looks, looks good, uh, wins against Detroit, and then wins out against the Commanders, maybe, maybe MVP. Steal the wall? <laughs> it's going to get annoying real mm. fast. I like how Micah Parsons Gunna? is mad at the... <laughs> Micah Parsons is mad at the media because he thinks the media celebrates when the Cowboys get blown out. Somebody's got to tell Mike how this works, okay? You're, you're relatively new here. You have to understand, you guys get far more credit than you deserve and far more blame than you deserve. I do like when a fan base is proud of how valuable their franchise is, as if you know, they're siphoning off funds here. When, you know, Cowboy fans go, hey, hey we got the most valuable franchise. Uh, it's not a stock. Like, you don't, <laughs> you don't get dividends. <laughs> but it, it's like, we're, we're so, 
so proud. Yeah, Yankees, man. Uh, most proud. You know, all I care is, do you win? Jerry Jones is, you know, worth whatever he's worth, billions of dollars. The fans don't benefit in that, that your franchise is the most valuable in all of North America. Hey, man, you guys haven't won a World Series in 12. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we really suck. We're like the most valuable team in the world. Yeah, I know. We really suck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, we take pride. You know, we haven't won a Super Bowl in, in uh, three decades. Yeah, we got oh, yeah, no, we're so time. terrible. We're so terrible. We're like nine billion. So terrible. Yeah, I got them at nine billion according to Forbes at Dallas. Great. Who do you think Ooh. is in the bottom? There's only four franchises in the NFL valued under $4 billion. Who wants a shot? Marvin? Jaguars? Incorrect. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, they're four billion even. Under four billion, there's four of them. The Raiders. Houston Texans? No, because the Raiders had that new building. Tennessee Titans. But do they own the building? This is weird because they're all good. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Three of the four are playoff contenders. Buffalo? Yep. 3.7 billion. Oh, they're 30th. Eight. Blue, blue. Eight or eight. Well, they're a playoff contender. Contender. <laughs> oh, um, the Arizona Cardinals, $3.8 billion. Right. The Detroit Lions, oh. $3.6 billion. And your Bengals, only $3.5 billion. Dan, they're affordable. Yeah. Uh, get, get, get some money together and go out and buy the Bengals. Call some people. Yeah. Under $4 billion? Yeah. Head to the soup kitchen, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tough times. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Uh, the Lions are 10-4. and four. They are at the Vikings, at the Cowboys, then they host the Vikings to end the year. I'm curious why they do that with divisional teams where you're going to play the same team two of the last three games. Like the Cowboys and the Giants? Were they doing that because they're like, man, these games are going to be really important? I'm guessing. Because we thought the Giants were going to be competitive this year. And uh, now, although they're not eliminated, if if the giant, let's say the Giants win out, can the Sorry, you're killing. Can the Giants make the playoffs if they win out? And I think they can. Now they, they need some help. Oh, uh, they're five and nine. Man, can they get in at eight and nine? They're the best five and nine team. Let's put it that way in the NFC. They win the tiebreaker over a couple different teams. Okay, all right. They would need. So you're saying we have a chance? Oh man. Yeah, they would have to win out and like, oh, the Rams, Seahawks, and Saints would have to drop heavily. Okay. So you're saying there's a chance. There is, technically. There's also a chance Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Jets. And here is Robert Sala, the Jets head coach. <laughs> Aaron wants to play. That's, let's not confuse that one. He's, that's why he's been working so hard uh, uh, to get back. And um, his willingness to play, even if he's not even 100%, is... Uh, um, is at the forefront of his mind like he he wants to go but uh but like i said until he's actually cleared um, i'm not going to talk about it with anybody okay yes okay it's cute okay it's sweet that robert Sala said that that aaron Rodgers he wants to play so bad that he wants to just get back on the field because he just wants to play that's not why he's trying to get back out on the field he, he wants to prove everybody wrong. Yes. He wants to, he wants to, uh, the world's largest, I told you so. Uh, I'm a modern miracle of science. All right. I'm going to be less cynical that he does want to play football. 
And I this th- year, yeah, the reason that he wants to get back out on the field right is because he just needs to get in some reps for next year. I I think he wants to play now. Do I think uh, the bigger picture is that he wants to do this for himself and to to say I told you guys so? Absolutely. And he is going to be the Tommy John of of Achilles surgeries, right? You're going to go in for uh, Aaron Rodgers surgery, just like people went in and still go in for Tommy John surgery. It'll be Aaron Rodgers surgery. The Jets can't let him play. You can. I mean, you can, and you probably will, but. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you're watching what Zach Wilson's in the concussion protocol and there's Trevor Simeon probably as nervous as a, you know, a school kid on his first day of school waiting for the bus, he's got to go out there and play. Although, you know, you start here's the thing, I think the bigger picture that maybe not many people are talking about. If the Jets get embarrassed the final 3 games of the regular season, I wonder if they'll bring back Robert Sala as their head coach. Because now, are you losing the locker room? Look, look, there are teams that have struggled or they've gone through a mess or an injury, but they still keep it together. Teams have lost their franchise quarterback this year, but they have kept it together. All I have to look at is the Vikings. And I think that's a really good head coach. They're in the playoff picture to hold that together, and you lose your franchise quarterback. Now, granted, it's Kirk Cousins, and the Jets are losing Aaron Rodgers. But by all accounts, the Jets were probably looked at as a better team than the Vikings. Look at Cleveland. Cleveland lost to Sean Watson. They're keeping it together. They're 9-5. and five. Why haven't the Jets been able to do this? you got a good running back. you got a good wide receiver. you got a really good defense. Well... I'm going to go back to the coach here. I think that they've misplayed the whole quarterbacking position the entire season. And now Robert Sala may need Aaron Rodgers to come back and play well to help him. Yes, Mark. And if you're a defensive player on the Jets, how frustrated are you? Because you wasted a really good year defensively. Yeah. And they didn't go out and get a quarterback. You and Paulie were saying that all, you know, especially when uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Hey, go out and get a good veteran quarterback. You see what the Browns have done. I know Joe Flacco hasn't been a world beater or anything, but, you know, they've been winning with him. But, you know, here's the point. You're either all in on Zach Wilson or you're not. And if you're going to redshirt him, then redshirt him. And then bring in somebody else. And they could have had Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, you know, ask the Jets if he could come and play for them. I mean, they, they, they just mishandled that, you know, really poorly. And probably still doing that as well. And you're just, you're, they're embarrassing. Like what happened against Miami? That's embarrassing. Now they had a big win that week before. I mean, the Giants are still competitive. I mean, they, they haven't, you know, hadn't been a mess. Now granted, Danny Dimes is not a franchise quarterback. But, you know, here's DeVito who comes in who's undrafted, free agent. They're at least, they're at least competitive. You know, the Jets didn't have a pulse against the Dolphins. Yeah, Paul. You know, if you go back to September, we talked a lot about did Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, decree that we're staying with the kid. Zach Wilson, I drafted him. Let's see what we got. If he decreed stay with Zach Wilson all the meat of the season, 
and then he fires Robert Sala for the results of that, that would be very hypocritical because Robert Sala was dealing with the hand. Mm-hmm. He couldn't just call up Joe Flacco and bring him in. I'm very curious to see whose decision it was in September well, and October to not bring in a good quarterback. It does feel like Robert Sala, and I said this after every press conference, he has talking points because he has to kind of be careful what he says. And he's talking nice about Zach Wilson, and it's really hard to find anything good about how he played most of the time. Uh, but, you know, we saw Frank Reich get fired. Did he want Bryce Young? Uh, He's probably not going to say anything until he gets his last paycheck from the Panthers. But, you know, this this happens. If ownership gets involved, then, you know, the coach is at his mercy. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan Dennett. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I do have, like, a trivia stat for you. But first, I didn't know if you heard what Tom Brady said about the hit that um, – I think his name is DeMonte Causey had, but he kind of is blaming Gardner Minshew or poor quarterback play for that hit that got the defender suspended for the rest of the year, including the playoffs as the Steelers make it. Pretty much he said, it's not okay, QBs, to get your wide receivers hit because of your bad decisions. I just wondered what your thoughts are on that. And I know that the defense have, have had a lot of stuff taken away from them, but they should be able to stop hitting defenseless wide receivers. Yeah, I understand what Brady – we're going to hit that later on. Uh, but, yeah, Tom had a comment. And, you know, when Tom says something, people react to it. And he's saying Gardner Minshew put his receiver in a uh, bad position. And uh, and I agree with Tom. When I looked at the hit, I don't know what that defensive back, Casey, is is supposed to do. But I'll, we'll talk about that coming up. So what's your stat of the day? All right, well, Julian Love had two interceptions for the Seahawks in their 2017 win over the Eagles. Who was the last Seahawk to have two interceptions in a game? Uh, Is it recent? It's with uh, a little over a year ago. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Andrew. Well, he has brothers in the NFL. It was November 27, 2022 by Quandre Diggs. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, no, 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 no. That wasn't good. I mean, that's just a, hey, can you, like, there was, trivia is it means something. Like, where you go, oh, okay, Quandre Diggs? Should the first hint have been, it was a year ago that it was bad? Yeah, not like since 1981. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that no, that's not no, that's not what trivia is about. Yes, Todd. It's a quandary that he would uh, think that that would be. Thank you, Todd. We'll take a break. Ross Tucker joins us next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Seat and update the poll results, then we'll get to the popular Ross Tucker. Team I have the most doubts about moving forward. Your choices are the uh, Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. It's in that exact order, 55% with the Eagles. Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL, college football analyst, and former NFL offensive lineman, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. And you can find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Let me start with the Eagles. This a big deal? Or no big deal? Yeah, well, I think it is a big deal because the expectations coming into the year were kind of Super Bowl or bust, right? I mean, last year I thought they were the best team in the league. They played awesome in the first half of the Super Bowl. They weren't able to slow down Mahomes in the second half. They lost the game, golden opportunity to win the whole thing. And so, as you know, Dan, when you go there and you do that, the next year, all that matters, all anybody cares about is winning the whole thing, and they got a real uphill climb now. I mean, they first of all, they need to win out just to be the number two seed and to win the NFC East, but the way the Niners are playing right now and the Niners are going to get a bye, they would play that game in San Francisco. The Niners certainly appear to be the best team and the better team than the Eagles right now. Niners might even be able to rest their guys in Week 18 
feels like an uphill climb. I would say the one thing in their favor, Dan, or maybe the two things, I still think the Eagles have a very talented roster, and they would have at least five more games between now and an NFC Championship rematch against San Francisco. That's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of time for there to be injuries or them to figure something out or them to get back in a rhythm offensively. So the best thing they got going is probably just the time between now and a potential eventual rematch. Okay, what is the issue or issues with the Eagles? Several, actually. Um, Number one, defensively, they're just not as good as they were last year. They're clearly worse at linebacker, clearly worse at safety. And they kind of knew those two coming into the year, Dan. Like, they lost all those guys in free agency – you know, they kind of knew that that was going to be the case. I'm not sure that they realized there would be a drop off a corner like this. So you lose your nickelback, Avante Maddox, that hurts. You re sign Bradbury and Slay. I think Slay's probably still playing at the level he was last year. Bradbury's play has slipped and dropped off. So that hurts. Slay's out now after he got his knee scoped. So they have a lot of issues on the back end. And frankly, they don't have as much depth on the D-line as they had last year to be able to cycle through those guys and keep them fresh and keep the pressure on. So I think the defensive issues are primarily personnel. Offensively, they have the same guys. It's the same guys. They're just not clicking. They settle for field goals. They turn it over. I thought Hurts got greedy a couple times with both interceptions. I mean, you know, that first interception, Dan, they're in Seahawks territory. I think I, I can't remember if they're up by four or a touchdown at that point. It's first down. Yeah. It's first down in Seahawks territory, and you throw the ball to a covered receiver who's at best your fourth best receiver in Quez Watkins. Very disappointing if you're an Eagles fan. When I'm watching the Buffalo Bills game, and I realize that Josh Allen is not going to be a big part of this. He's not going to throw very many passes. Now, you would do that sometimes if you're trying to hide a quarterback. This is Josh Allen, MVP candidate. But if you're Dallas, at what point do you realize all they're going to do is keep running the football, and then they can't stop the run, and then we go, well, is this the blueprint for Buffalo? We've been saying for years, get a good running game so Josh doesn't have to do everything. He didn't have to do anything. They ran the football, and they looked unbelievable. Let me start with Buffalo. Is this sustainable with James Cook? Well, I think certainly running the ball more than they were earlier in the season or with Ken Dorsey is sustainable. I don't know that they'll put up that many yards again or be that dominant, but it is funny. Can you imagine if I came on your show last Friday and said, hey, Dan, I'm going to predict right now – Josh Allen throws for less than 100 yards, and the Bills beat the Cowboys by three touchdowns. I mean, you would have laughed me off the show, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's wild, absolutely wild that that game went down the way it did. I think it's gigantic, though. I mean, I did my power rankings today on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I have the Bills as the third-best team in the NFL right now. And people are going, oh, but Ross, they're 8-6. and And I don't care. I go by what I think would happen if they played at a neutral site right now. I think the Niners are clearly the best team. I think the Ravens probably the second best team. But you look at the Bills, they should have won that game in Philly. They blew that like five different ways. Mm. 
when Josh Allen was amazing. They go to Kansas City and win. They hammer the Cowboys. They are in the midst of playing top five teams, and they've been the better team in these last three games. As long as they get into the tournament, they're going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with. Explain to me a team can be so good at home and then go on the road and be so average. And that's what the Cowboys have been, or maybe below average when they go on the road. How, how does, why doesn't that team travel? Well, I, you know, they got blown out by the Niners earlier in the year. The Niners have a really good team. The Bills game, I mean, they went to Philadelphia and almost won that game on the road. I have no idea what happened in the Arizona Cardinals game. None, how that's even possible that they got blown out by the Cardinals. Now, they sat a bunch of people, including some offensive linemen. I'll say this, though, Dan, because I, I know this look because I played in Buffalo for three years. Those guys didn't want to be there, man. They, they, they look like they did not want to be there. And here's the thing, Dan. Yeah, but explain that to me. How, well, how does a I, professional I get to that I, point? I've seen it before playing up there where when it's really, really cold <laughs> in December, you can tell some of the other guys on the other team they're not happy. That was like the warmest December game in Buffalo ever. Like it wasn't even that cold. And yet, the, if you watch the game, I've never seen so many guys that look like they didn't even want to get off the block. It, it's like they were glue on the – and I want to give the Bills a lot of credit. They ran the ball down their throat, all of that stuff. But the Cowboys were sticking the blocks like glue. They were not getting off blocks. I don't know if it's because they had a letdown after the big win over the Eagles – the previous Sunday night or what, but I thought it was a no-show by the Cowboys. I thought they laid an egg, and I was not expecting that. We're talking to Ross Tucker, the uh, Westwood One CBS Sports NFL college football analyst, and his podcast, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. You have Eagles and the Giants Christmas Day. I think we thought that the uh, it, that you have the Giants – and the uh, Eagles playing each other, what, two out of three times, or it's uh, one week apart, two weeks apart, that we were gearing up for this could be for the division or, you know, the Giants and the Eagles and uh, battling for playoff spots here. So you got to sell that one a little bit, don't you, with the Giants uh, and uh, Tommy DeVito? Well, I think that you even would have been able to sell it better if both teams had better performances this past weekend, right? I mean, even if the Eagles just win last night, then they're still in the mix for the number one seed, which they're really not anymore. And they're the front runner in the NFC East, and they still look like they got, you know, they bounced back from two tough games. And for the Giants, you know, there was a lot of excitement about Tommy Cutlets. I prefer, by the way, Marinara Mahomes. I think that's a better nickname um, for Tommy DeVito. But uh, there was excitement about the Giants and, and how they're finishing the season. And then they went to New Orleans, and that game wasn't even are you gonna remotely use the, are close. You use I think Dable will have them in a better spot on Christmas Day, but who knows? Ross, are you going to use the Marinero Mahomes? I've been Oh, during the game? For yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I used it – I think I used it Saturday – um previewing the weekend or something no on the uh westwood one preview yeah and my boss for westwood one howie dinner texted me and he said marinara mahomes question mark excellent like smiley face so when the boss gives you the the smiley face dan that's like 
That's like the green light to use okay. it a couple of times all during right. the game. All right, all right. I'm Tommy Gravy, you know, for, for those, you know, <laughs> like Sunday gravy. If your wife happens to be Italian, it's not sauce, it's gravy. Um, I've heard, uh, I've heard pa- the passing Paisano. <laughs> it feels like his 15 minutes is, is uh, rapidly uh, Did you diminishing. see, Dan, did you see? Where tonight he was supposed to be signing autographs at a pizzeria for ten grand, and they they promoted everything, but then the agent called and said, "Well, now that he beat the Packers, it's twenty grand." Oh my so they had to God. cancel it because they can't pay. If okay. that pizzeria is watching right now, I'm two hours from North Jersey. <laughs> I will drive there right now for fifteen hundred bucks and an extra large pepperoni. 1500 bucks, extra-large pepperoni. I will drive two hours North Jersey right now, I promise. Okay. So they doubled the price because he had a big win. But did they come back down to earth after he came back down to earth this past weekend in New Orleans? I don't think so. So here's the thing. Like, I get it. If he has other opportunities now for twenty grand. And by the way, Tommy, if you're listening, I would take advantage of all of these opportunities because, as Dan said, this might be your 15 minutes, so this is like free money. But if you already committed to that one, you know, everything was so positive. Everything mm, was great. That's, now you have the loss. That's crazy. And now you have this family posting on, like, Facebook. Uh, he's not coming now. He wants twice as much money. We don't have the money. Like, now now you're getting in a bad spot where you're not – everything's not good with the family there. No, no. I don't like this at all. All right, before I let you go – the NFL, with uh, over-punishing, over-fining these defensive players, the Steeler defensive back now out for the year, multiple uh, accuser or uh, 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 multiple offender here, violations here. Uh, Tom Brady said Gardner Minshew put his receiver in a bad position. Um, like it, at at some point, what do you do for the defense? How do you how do you teach defense moving forward if you're in college or certainly in the NFL? Well, I think both things can be true. Like, I think what Brady said about Gardner Minshew putting Pittman in harm's way and a hospital ball, whatever you want to call it, that's that's a fact. I mean, there's no question about that. But that doesn't mean that's how DeMonte Kazee needs to hit him, right? And unfortunately, Dan, what I think you'll see even more of is guys going lower and lower and lower. So we're going to start to see more and more blown-out knees, more lower leg issues, because I, I would. I mean, some of these guys are getting fined like 50 grand. I mean, Yeah, but Pittman is going low, many, Ross. It's already a low throw. So what's the, yeah. de- the defensive back has to basically say, hey, go ahead and catch it. You know, if you catch it, good for you. I'm not allowed to hit you. I can't even. I can't even try to interrupt this play. That's not football. Well, I think. I think you. I understand where you're coming from. That was a really ugly, dangerous hit, and I think they just got to try to teach him as much as possible to just go for the ball and try to punch the ball out. I mean, I think if you go in there yeah. and you're swinging at the ball or you're trying to knock the ball out, I think you're probably safe. If you're trying to separate him from the ball with a big hit then you're putting yourself in harm's way. I'm not saying I like it, Dan. I'm just telling you that's why they're doing it. They're trying to eliminate ugly collisions like that. You have your uh, helmets from your former team. Which one do you look best in? Like if you go get one of those off of the uh, trophy case, 
Do they f- still fit? They do fit, and it's crazy how heavy they are. Would you Would you go get one? Sure, yeah. Right. Which one do you want me to get? Whatever. I got two different Redskins ones. I got a Cowboys, a Princeton, a Patriots, a Bills. Which one do you think you look hottest in? You know what? I, the Cowboys is cool, but I like the old school Redskins one. Okay. I'm going to put that one on. All right, all right. Ross Tucker, former offensive lineman. One of the larger heads in NFL history. They used to try to get me to do like the new helmet, but I have short arms, Dan. Yeah. So the newer helmet was lighter. And my first move when I went up to a linebacker was just to headbutt him. I was like, I don't want a lighter. Give me the heaviest helmet you have. What are you talking about? Oh, it's a little stiff. All right. Man. (laughs) Wow. You look. Imagine this coming at (laughs) you. Whoa. Man, Imagine that, whoa, Dan. Whoa, it's a good thing there's a TV monitor in, in between us. A zoom in. Next time I come up there, I'll take on all four <laughs> Danettes at one time. Do you think you could beat up? A little bit worried up, about Marvin. Do you think you okay. could beat I'll take up all four? All of them. four. You, you could beat up all four Danettes at the same time? You know what's weird? I've lost 75 pounds, and I don't think my head's gotten any smaller <laughs> because this is like. This is hurting my forehead. Like, I'm getting a headache. Like, this is not good. How did I wear this for, like, three and four hours at a time? He is uh, going to be with you on Christmas Day. It'll be the Giants and the Eagles, 4.30 Eastern kickoff on Westwood One. Man, you are scary. Look at you. Reggie White would want nothing to do with you. Hey, remember this, Dan. Bruce Smith would only have 199 sacks if it wasn't for me. And how many did he end up with? 200. (laughs) Oh, thank you, bud. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Ross. That's uh, Rossington Tucker. Always good to talk to him. He's a knucklehead. I saw all those helmets, and I thought, you know what? Let me see if he can put one on. Yes, Todd? I'm concerned about him being able to get that off now. It's one thing to shove it on. I'm not concerned about him getting it off. I was concerned about him getting it on. We should have tried to have him get it off on Zoom. <laughs> that should have come off. Uh, we, yeah. Maybe we, can we punch it back up? Maybe the big German uh, is. Oh, you got the helmet off. Okay. Yay! <laughs> he did it. <laughs> All right. We're back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. On this date, 1980, this movie released in the United States. One of the great black and white movies of all time. 1980. Black and white movie. Paul. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Not many black and white movies were made in 1980. Right. That one was, and... I thought it made the boxing even more impactful, uh, the way it was shot. Um, you know, he had those flash bulbs that were ringside, but uh, De Niro had a pretty good run there. Now it feels like he doesn't turn down a movie. They'd be like, uh, here's the intern, intern part four, uh, bad grandpa, part six. I'll do it. Although he does have some comedic chops there. He did have, you know, Taxi Driver is still with Jodie Foster. That one is, uh, that's unsettling. I haven't seen Raging Bull in a while. I've seen clips of it, but that, that was a great performance. And I met Jake LaMotta and his wife. His wife was stunning. I remember I met them on the Intrepid, the aircraft carrier in, in uh, New York City that's uh, docked there, and it's a museum, and they had some... A press conference there. I remember meeting Jake and his wife, the movie is based on. And his wife, she was stunning. Yes, Paul? I read a story about uh, Robert De Niro a while back. He'd done like Untouchables and Once Upon a Time in America, all heavy, serious movies. And the movie came out called Midnight Run. And it's like buddy comedy with uh, Charles Grodin. Mm -hmm. He pursued that movie. He really wanted to be in it because he wanted to show that he could do comedic acting. And that was his, his first time ever doing comedy. That was And that was before Goodfellas. And as well before, like, um, what's the one? Uh, Casino. An analyze This, which is oh, pure comedy. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching this show, uh, Reacher. I don't, this guy looks like he's Brock Lesnar. He's just this big guy, Dude, special gigantic. forces. Gigantic. Yeah. It's just special forces kind of thing. And uh, it, it, it's good, I think. And. But Seton said, you know, have you watched, uh, is it Daisy something in the Six? Daisy Jones in the Daisy Six. Daisy Jones yeah. in the Six. Yeah, just finish that. Okay. That's good. That's real good. So, real good. 
Yeah, you know what? It starts. It's kind of cheesy too at the same time because it's like it's you know the the two toughest things to really pull off are being an athlete or being a musician in movies or TV yeah. shows or whatever. Yeah. Those are always very difficult. So it starts off. It's a little cheesy, um, but it gets really really good. I I really I'm su- I'm surprised how much I enjoyed it. Riley Kehoe is phenomenal. And that's Elvis's it. granddaughter. That's Elvis's granddaughter. She's absolutely incredible in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Paul. So your show, Reacher, it's like a cop movie, a cop TV show. He's an investigator. No, they're special forces. Okay. The the actor is named Alan Richson. He's, I mean, he's beyond jacked, right? I think it, 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 the way they always shoot him is he looks even bigger than what he is, but he looks like he's pretty jacked. He's yeah. 41 years old. He, he doesn't have a sports background. He grew up uh, in central Illinois, and he went out to, got a music scholarship to a college in Los Angeles. He wanted to be a singer. And he was actually applied for, he was on American Idol in 2003 or something. What? Yeah. He was, a, he didn't advance on, but he did like different shows. He's been in football shows and different movies and TV shows. Hmm. He's just completely jacked. Yeah, he is. He's a big dude. All right. Yeah. So been watching that. And of course the Barbie movie. Have to watch that as well. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I wanted to watch just for Margot Robbie's acting because you're, you're playing a doll. And a doll that doesn't have emotion or feelings. And um, I, it's, it's really well done. Greta Gerwig did a wonderful job. And, uh, you know, anytime you can see Ryan Gosling with his shirt off, I mean, hello. Yes, Marvin. I thought Ryan Gosling was great. Yeah? He, you didn't think he was great? Yeah. I, okay. I didn't know you were, like, if you were being serious, no, that you actually watched it. I did. You and your wife? Watched it last night. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sparks flying. Watch a little Barbie. Okay. I wouldn't say all that, but <laughs> we just watched Barbie. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah. Hey, yes, Todd. I think there's talk about a Ken movie. You make that much money yeah, for is. Barbie, yeah. you might as well make a Ken one. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see that one. Paul in Iowa. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Well, I have the answer to a question you posed to the guys in the first hour, but before I get to that, Marinara Mahomes is worse than any holiday name I have ever heard on this program. That was awful. He got. He has to find something else. Wait, That's wait. How about, how about that, Todd? There's somebody yeah. who has a worse name, nickname, and it's it's our good buddy Ron. Love Stucker. it. I'm gonna hang my hat on that. All one. right. Thank you, Paul. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned what is the w- most embarrassing banner in pro sports. I'd like you to take a guess. I'll tell you it's in the NBA. What poverty franchise do you think has a division winner banner hanging up? Division, so poverty. A division winning banner. Hmm. Division winning banner. I'm going to say Minnesota. Bloop, bloop. You got it, 2004. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Damn, that's a deep pull. Whew. Yes, Mara. He's wrong because the god-awful Knicks also have Atlantic Division banners up in the garden. But I think this is the only banner oh, they have. <laughs> I think they have a Swinging di- in the breeze. I think they have a divisional winning banner. Oh, God. Yeah. The Knicks have a couple of NBA banners up there. NBA titles. When TV was in black and white, you're right. 1973. That that was, well, 1970, they had the game NBA Finals on tape delay. How about that? You have 
two of the greatest franchises. You have Jerry West, the Lakers, Wilt, Willis Reed, Walt Frazier, tape delayed. NBA's come a long way. Speaking of the NBA, Tyrese Halliburton of My Pacers will join us coming up. Final hour on the way. Todd, Seton, Marv, Paulie, yours truly, the backroom guys. We're back after this. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment, but listening to a podcast, like what you're doing now, yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM Rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet, and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20-second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle, and then some. So, join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 